Welcome to Two Dudes in a Canoe. What the heck is Two Dudes in a Canoe? Where did it come from and why? Is this a joke? Eh, we'll get to that in just a second. But first, it's only polite to introduce ourselves. I am Junior. And I'm Jordan, the other boatmate. Junior, you can feel free to call me Skipper if you'd like. I probably won't do that. <laughs> well, Junior, what the heck are we doing yeah, right now? Right, that's a great question. You know, this all started, Jordan, back two years ago. We were sitting in a meeting. It was a social media meeting for our church. So we had brought somebody in who was uh, like a, I would say like a guru of social media. Um, you know, she was like a keynote speaker for Twitter when Twitter was starting to get launched. Just really knows this stuff. And so she was teaching our, us how to maximize our social media use for our church. And she looks at Jordan and I right after the meeting and she goes, you two need to do a podcast and you need to call it Two Dudes in a Canoe. Wait, she came up with that? She came up with the idea because you and I both laughed at it. We thought it was a joke, but she wasn't joking. She was for real. And it was the same reaction that anytime we tell somebody, hey, we're thinking about doing a podcast, Two Dudes in a Canoe, and they always laugh at us. But um, we haven't been able to put this idea to death. It's been two years. This has been two years. And yeah, and and I remember actually the the next week, it was like, who wants to listen to us? Right. Right? They hear us enough on weekends like this. And, And people came up to us and they're like, hey, you and Junior need to start a podcast. And so we'd throw out and be like, what about two dudes in a canoe? And then they'd laugh and... And then they would say, say well, maybe I would give that a yeah. shot. Maybe I would jump in your canoe with you. So, and so for the three people that said that, here you go. Here, this, we, here <laughs> we are. Well, uh, a little bit about ourselves. Uh, Jordan and I are both pastors. We pastored a church called The Bridge uh, Community Church in the Chicago area. In fact, Jordan and I have offices right next door to each other. We share a wall. And um, and I, I'm actually I'm married to my wife, Nicole. She's a, a nurse, a beautiful woman. I love her very much. And I have three daughters three, five, and seven. I'm a girl dad through and through. Jordan is not. No, and thank the good Lord. I don't think you could handle it, man. I don't think I could either. I can barely handle two boys. That's insane. <laughs> uh, but no, I have two two boys, Brixton and Clayne. I also, I'm married, probably should have started yeah. with that one. Actually, my, my wife, Lindsay, awesome. Uh, she, Junior, you were my wingman. Do you remember this? I don't remember this. We met at the bridge. And she, she d- I do remember her. Com- I remember when she walked into the church for the first time and oh, not, yeah. not because I was yeah. checking her out. What are you doing? <laughs> it would be because you came running up going, there's this super hot girl. She just walked in. I got to get her number somehow. No, I think I first was like, oh my word. She, she you know, very godly, very sweet. Yeah. It was not that at all. It was <laughs> total physical. Yeah. But then you, you told her to message me on Facebook to get involved in a small group. I so did. listen, even though small groups are my job, I, I pushed her off on yeah. you to set you guys up. I owe you everything. That's right. I, you should have named one of your boys after me. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> yeah, me either. Maybe the, maybe the I'll, next I'll name my, uh, a girl after you. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. So, I mean, uh, as I said, or as we said, you know, we don't, we, we, we couldn't put this idea, this podcast to death. We tried forgetting about it. We thought it was kind of a joke. But the reason we really couldn't put this to death is because um, we just want to have a conversation. So often, J- Jordan and I, we find ourselves, you know, you and I, we find ourselves like having lunch together down in the church kitchen, or we have stupid conversations between the wall uh, and the office. And some of those conversations are, are quite fun. And you and I preach all the time. I'm, I'm preaching every weekend. You're preaching a good amount. And sometimes it's just nice to not have a time to preach or we can just have a conversation. So this podcast isn't, you have two preachers here, but we're not going to do any preaching. We're just going to have a conversation. Yeah. And I, I, I was interested in doing this because more than even just pastors, we're dads and we're just Christian guys kind of going through life. And so we're like, let's just talk about some of these things that we talk about, not from a stage. Well, with each podcast, we're going to talk about a topic. And you may have seen on the podcast title when you clicked on this today, we're talking life rules. Rules. Who wants to talk about rules? Uh, we want to talk about rules. And I think we want, we're going to do it in a fun way. The river that we're riding today is a fun one. 
So whether you're driving, whether you're on a run, whether you're in the kitchen or on the train, grab a paddle, hop in the canoe, and let's navigate Life Rules River. All right, Life Rules River, here we are. I got, I got to shoot straight with you, Jordan. Not the catchiest topic to launch a podcast with, rules, because nobody likes rules. I hate rules. I grew up in a school that had a long list of rules. Like their rule book was longer than the. I mean, good people, but their rule book was like longer than the Bible. Yeah, I did too. Some of our rules were uh, couldn't have pants too high. I don't know if that was in your rule book at your school. Um, pants too high. Pants too. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Pants too low. They couldn't sag. So you had that wear your pants really like near uh-huh. your belly button. So everybody <laughs> was looking like a you know like a nerd. There was one that had no excessive hair gel. I don't know how you measure that, but no excessive hair gel on on men uh-huh, or boys. Uh, yeah. You know, no music with the. There was one rule. I got to tell you this one rule. So one rule was um, no. You could only have three warm-up lunches a week. Three warm-up three lunches. Three warm-up so like lunches a, a week. Like the frozen lunches. Right, like, you know, um, Hot Pocket. You know, you could only have yeah. three Hot Pockets a week because you can only use the microwave three times a week. And if you had your fourth, you you were out of luck. Like, my sister brought in a Hot Pocket, and she'd already had her three, and she had to eat a frozen, you know, Hot Pocket. No. Yeah. They made... That's that's child abuse. I, I know, right? I mean, again, they were good people. It's just they were so stuck on all of these wow. rules. Wow. Yeah, my school had some some rules too. Kind of grew up in a more private school. We had uh, had to wear khakis every day, and except Friday, I think once a month to get more money from us, we had to pay five dollars to wear jeans. Five bucks. Yeah, I called it Jean Friday. Wow, <laughs> that sounds like a like a like a Catholic uh, what do you, indulgence, you know, when you have to pay to because <laughs> yeah. you're gonna <laughs> sin wearing your jeans, but if you pay five bucks, it's not a sin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then great. too, remember that with the hair, the hair had to be really long. Uh, or the hair had to be short, couldn't be touch the ears, and so that's when like Justin Bieber hair was really in. It's so all uh, yeah. the guys did, but so I kind of got around it. I just had my mom cut around my ear, so everything was really long, except my <laughs> that had to look terrible. <laughs> did it, it look okay? It looked like I was wearing headphones. It was, <laughs> it was awful. Well, I mean, needless to say, we hate rules, and uh, you probably you probably hate rules. So why are we listening to a podcast about rules? Uh, you know, I just I just learned this a few months back, and, and maybe this will kind of change your perspective on this. Do you know that the, the, the word rule in Greek means trellis? And you know what a trellis is, right? It's That's like, like that. the thing in the garden? Yeah. Like, like a, that vines grow up? Or? Yeah. It's like, like, I don't know how to describe it. Like a wooden ladder almost that, you know, yeah. is freestanding in your garden that helps plants grow. A trellis helps plants grow taller and stronger. And that's how the Greeks viewed rules is a trellis that helps us grow. And sometimes, like my school, you know, legalists will take a trellis and they'll make it into a cage, but rules Mm. when handled correctly are a trellis for you to grow. Like rules encourage health. They encourage strength, spiritual strength, emotional strength, physical strength. And I just had to say that because I mean, seriously, here we are episode one, we're on the first river and we're talking about rules, not necessarily an easy sell, but if we view rules more like a trellis, maybe this conversation could really be huge for a lot of us who hate rules but need some growing in some areas before we get into our rules junior that we have for ourselves i think we have to be clear that the the rules that we have for ourselves they come from our identity right like we've already kind of figured out hey this is who we want to be as men as fathers as christians and so the rules that we have are are really systems that we've created that are going to help us become who we want to be i always say attached to any like rule that you have, there should be a really good reason. Oh, for sure. A really good reason. If you, you know, if you don't have good reasons for your rules, you're just going to end up eating a bunch of frozen lunches, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. And so the, the rules that we're going to talk about, 
the rules that we have with good reasons attached to them, they help us be who we want to be. I like that. There has to be a good reason attached to that rule. Otherwise, not only do you eat frozen lunches, but you're, you're, it just ends up with rebellion. Especially yeah. if you got kids, they're just they're going to rebel against any rules that, that doesn't make sense. All right, so we, uh, Jordan and I brought a, a few rules here along in the canoe. Uh, rules that we have for ourselves, rules that we would never enforce on other people, but they're rules for ourselves because they're like a trellis in our life that is in an area that we want to grow in. Yeah. And you want to so, say how it started to, remember we were reading. Oh yeah. It actually came from a book called, um, I, what's the, the last name? 12, is, Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. 12 rules of life. 12, yeah. 12 rules of life. You started reading this Jordan yeah. and you said it was fantastic. I just picked it up. I'm, I'm not done with it yet, but it's, I mean, it's, it's such a good book and it got us both thinking what, what, what kind of rules do we have? you know, for our own life. And these, again, these are a little bit weird rules, but, um, but they are helpful and we want to explain a little bit. So Jordan, you brought your first rule. Why don't you, uh, why don't you share your first rule? All right. Rule number one, don't skip breakfast. 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 You a breakfast eater? No, I, you know, no, not, I'm not only on maybe are like you, days are off. You like sure? <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like Fridays or Saturdays, you know, are my days off. And so sometimes yeah. I'll, you know, I'll stay home and, and make some eggs with the kids or French toast or something. But normally, no, I, I try to do like intermittent fasting. And so I'm interested to hear about your rule because I'm not a breakfast eater. Okay. I'm actually not either. And my rule has nothing to do with actual breakfast. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so, well, let's go to rule number two. Yeah. <laughs> so d- don't skip breakfast. For me, breakfast is more than. I'm, I'm really not talking about just physical food and physical nourishment. All this stuff's good. For, for me, it's more spiritual. Okay. When it comes to rules, and I was thinking a lot about this, like this is a big deal, a, r- a rule that we have for life. And so for me, the most important thing in my life is my faith. For me, that's just my worldview. It dictates everything I do. It dictates how I see life. And so I said, I, I need to make a rule where I need to meet with God. Okay. I need to meet with God in the morning. Is it the first thing you do? Don't skip breakfast. The first thing I do. It's, really? Yeah. That's what Jesus says, right? He's like, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Okay. So can you explain a little bit? Because I, I think, you know, for me too, like I, I struggle to, I, I mean, I want to get into God's word every day and I, I do most days, but there are, I'll go through seasons where it's just like a struggle. Um, to get to with God in the morning, I got little. You got little kids too, and so yeah. you, sometimes you wake up and it's like you're thrown in with into the lion's den. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's difficult sometimes to get into God's word, you know. For me, so what do you do? Like on a typical morning, ideally, you're not skipping breakfast. You wake up, and it's the first thing you do before the kids are up, or is it something that you just kind of squeeze in? So my morning right now usually work, looks like I wake up at six, I go to the gym before the kids are up, I get back at seven fifteen, seven thirty. Make we actually make breakfast with the kids. We sit down at the table, and it's something that I'm trying to get our whole family to do. And so, Brixton, and it's usually looks really messy. It, it's it, before kids, it was awesome. I had a good hour I could just have in the morning and mm-hmm. study, and it was like awesome. Now it's been terrible, uh, and hmm. for, for myself, but it's still. So you're you're talking family time with God. It's kind of merged in that, but usually it's that's like happens for five minutes, and then the kids go run around, and then I actually have my time with God for. And honestly, right now it's like 15, 20 minutes. Where okay. I'm reading, studying, and, and then praying, and that's it. Okay. All right. Interesting. So it doesn't look as clean cut as I think a lot of people think it needs to be. And at first, yeah. that was really discouraging for me because I, I came from reading God's Word for a while and studying and, and really having this special time to go. And now my time does not look like it used to. And I almost, it took me a while to like get to the place where I'm like, okay, this is just, un, this is a new norm for a little bit. And I think God still honors the fact that I'm. I'm trying. Yeah, you know? yeah, of course. I, you know, I think when people think, like, especially me too, like when I think of, oh, Jordan's having his time with God, I automatically think of like this really holy moment of you in a room, 
you know, on your knees and maybe, you know, the glory of God <laughs> shining down to the clouds on you. And you're like having this amazing moment with God. And, um, and so often, you know, I sit down, I have, so I have this like little leather chair in my front room, mud room, and that's where I, I have my time with God. And so often it's hard because I'm distracted. I'm thinking about things that I've, you know, it's, it's almost like a fight to like, yeah, all right, God, I'm, I'm giving this over to you, but this is weighing on my heart. This is weighing on my mind. And, and, uh, it's a little bit messy sometimes because kids then will interrupt me or, you know, uh, have to cut it short. Yeah. And it's, it's almost encouraging and it, <laughs> it seems bad to say this, but it's almost encouraging to see like, no, it's messy for other people too. I was yeah. reading an article uh, a couple of weeks ago about some guys, uh, a CEO, some of the top CEOs in corporate America right now. The first, and these are guys who are not believers or, you know, they're not pastors like us or not, you know, they don't follow, they wouldn't say they follow Jesus, but the, they said the, um, the most, the thing that sets them up to have a successful day is, uh, what do they call it? They called it meditation in the morning Yeah, where they just I've had some time alone by themselves. And I'm like, man, that's, it's like there's something there, right? Um, not and for you and I, it's not meditation yeah. where we clear our mind, but it's actually filling our mind. And that's why, I like you said, don't skip breakfast. You're filling yeah. your filling your body with the Word of God. So, Junior, you have any rules? You bring any with? I did. I brought a, a rule with. And before I say this rule, done, it's kind of an odd rule. But before I say this rule, we're gonna take a timeout, like we are every episode. Just gonna take a timeout and look at some news around the world. Not necessarily like the negative bias news, but what would you call this? Like some strange news, some weird news? Yeah, it's just, it's news from our canoe. News from the canoe. Or as we like to affectionately call it, canoes. canoes. All right, Junior, here's, a, here's our story for today. It's a little weird. The yeah. former head of Israel's space security program claims there's alien life in a galactic federation that's been in contact with the U.S., with Do- Donald Trump knows about it. I see. I, th- I think the only reason this is an actual news item because it is a news item. The only reason it's a news item is because this guy is like is high up there. He was high up there in Israel's government. Or what, what, what was this terminology again? Like his head of Israel's space program. Yeah, that's a big deal. I think that's the only reason. No, not only that. I was studying it. The Pentagon released two videos, and they said uh, of former stuff that they said were actually UFOs. All right, well let's let's get back into something a little bit more important. Yes, please. Rule number two. All right, so Jordan, the rule I brought with is make the bed is my morning rule. Make the bed. Make the bed. Start actually with a viral video of a Navy SEAL talking about how changing the world starts with making your bed, and um and and. We'll have to post that video on Facebook because this video was huge for me. Like the Navy SEAL is giving this speech at graduation or something. And he says, if you want to change the world, start by making your bed. And the crowd actually starts laughing. But he makes this argument that it's the first. It's kind of like what you said at breakfast. It's the first task you do. It's the little things that matter. And if you have a horrible day, at least you come home to your bed made. Which I know sounds like such a minor thing. You know, make the bed. Do you make the bed? I hate making the bed. No, it's terrible. Because I'm just going to get back in it again. So does Lindsay make the bed or do you make the bed? Or do you just not make the bed? So I, my wife, it was one actually one of my vows to my wife because my wife loves One of your vows? Me. Yeah. Wow. She, I told her I didn't like making the bed. She likes it. So I, I put in my vows. I don't know why. I was dumb in love. I said, <laughs> I'll make the bed every morning for you, babe. Uh, and, so and you do. I've followed through fairly well. Okay. All right. See, I, I have to. I, um, and again, it seems like such a, a dumb rule. But um, after this video I saw, I ran across this quote. Listen to this. This is C.S. Lewis from Mere Christianity. He writes this. Good and evil both increase at compounded interest. That is why the little decisions you make are of infinite importance. 
And that idea, honestly, and I'm not overstating this for like dramatic effect. This is life changing. At least it has been for me. Little decisions in your life, they compound, they grow. I think of it like dominoes. The other day, my kids were learning how to set up dominoes in their in the kitchen. They were making, you know, like zigzags and pushing yeah. them down and all that. Um, did you know that a domino falling has the power to knock down another domino four times its size? So it just keeps going. So four times and then four times bigger. Yeah, four, four times, times bigger, bigger, four times bigger. I mean, there's videos like on YouTube of, of that happening. So wow. you think about that with decisions. A little A little decision like making the bed has the power to knock down a bigger decision next. And so, again, I know this is such a weird idea, but when I make the bed in the morning, I see that as knocking over my first domino of the day. And if I knock over the right domino, the first thing in the morning, like I'm on track to knock down the other right dominoes and bigger dominoes after that. But the days that I go without making my bed, I'm telling you, I feel off. I feel lazy because the truth is the first thing I want to do when I wake up is I just want to sit and veg and look at my phone, you know, and 45 minutes later, I've wasted like a huge part of the morning. And now I just had this crazy unprotective morning. And yeah. that, that like domino you're effect goes on my day. You're yeah. watching alien videos, alien videos is right. <laughs> and the rest of my day just follows yeah. suit. Um, but that's exactly why I, I, the, the days I make my bed, I'm on to the next task. I feel good. I feel like I'm getting things done. I'm taking the morning for, for what it's worth. And again, I know it sounds like such a weird rule, make the bed, but it's, it, it's, you know, and it's a stupid, right? It's a stupid little bed. Nobody ever sees it. My wife doesn't even care if I make the bed, but I see it and it affects my thinking and my sense of accomplishment and my productivity. And it's that little decision that compounds throughout the day, like a little domino. And it starts with making my bed. Basically, this is about habits. We're, we're talking about conscience, re- repetitious decisions that help us take us where we want to go. So, Jordan, what you think about like like habits? How, how do you how did you start your rule every day when you, when it comes to skip like yeah. not skipping breakfast? How how did you make that into a habit? So, and I've I've read this too, but I've heard that you need it needs to be really clear, right? So you need a time, you need a place. So that I'm, I'm going to do this habit, or I'm going to eat breakfast at this time. And at this place, here's the, my kitchen table. We're going to move to this chair. I'm going to do this here. And then I think you need accountability. So I think you need a time, place, okay. accountability, someone else, whether that's a spouse or whether that's a friend, kind of keeping you accountable with that. And then lastly, we talked about you need a reason. I think you just need a really good reason. Mm-hmm. I've started to make habits part of my identity. So just like what you said, when you don't do them, you, you like feel terrible. Right. Right. You feel like a part of you is off and you're not yourself. And that's good. Right. I think that I think that part of that is good to feel bad when you don't do those things because that's part of you and it's hurting. It's funny. I was talking to a few staff about this. Um, Like Monica. uh, I don't know if you've seen Monica. She sings. uh, She's one of our worship leaders. She's on our online worship um, a lot. Uh, Really cool girl. I was talking to her and Melissa and both of them said this. They said, if you want to know how my day is going, look at my room. Not the, not the kitchen, not my living room. Look at my bedroom because how I started my day really like shows how my day, how the rest of my day is going, which is exactly what, what, oh, what yeah. you're getting at there. Yeah, that's good. So Junior, what about you? I think we all kind of want to have these good habits and keep them going, but what keeps you from your habits? What throws you off of your schedule? What, what keeps you from making the bed? Yeah, the, the thing that keeps me from making the bed is when I make a dumb decision by grabbing my phone first. If I wake up, I usually wake up at six, a little bit before six, a little groggy. And a lot of times I'll reach for my phone and uh, let's see, you know, if I have any notifications, if I have any emails, anything like that. And next thing I know, you know, it's 30 minutes later and now I'm behind and now I, you know, I got to grab a quick breakfast and run out the door or, or whatever. 
And so what keeps me from my habits is making a stupid decision first. Again, it's like that little domino. So just one distraction. Over. Yeah, I, one cannot, distraction. I cannot look at my phone before wow. I go and, you know, and, and make the bed. Yeah, that reminds me of a book uh, that I read, Atomic Habits. Have you read that one? Uh, yeah, you know, I read that a few years ago and I remember it being a really good book. And now on the spot here, I'm trying to remember the content and I, I, I can't hear. Yeah, the overall premise is that we all want to be successful, right? I mean, if you go to Joe Schmo and say, hey, you know, do you want to be successful? He's not going to be like, no, I want to be a loser in my parents' basement eating Cheetos, right? Like, no, he wants to be smart. He wants to be healthy. He wants to be successful. Everybody wants it. And so he argues in this book that winners and losers, successful people, unsuccessful people, they have the same goals. Okay. You know what? Now I'm remembering this book because he uses the the story, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jordan, but doesn't he use the story of the rock star? How when we're yep. kids, we all want to be like a rock star. We all have like that image that we fell in love with of being on a stage and rocking out and people cheering for us. But the people who actually became rock stars are the people who fell in love with the process, not necessarily the end goal because everybody had the end goal. It was the people who fell in love with the process of practicing the guitar, practicing their singing, all of that. Yeah, which is what we're talking about. They fell in love with the rules, the, the yeah. systems that they had that helped them. The trellis. It, the trellis. Yeah. And, and this is it. goals don't determine success. S- the systems that we have determine success. Yeah. So favorite quote in the book by far, he's, uh, he says, you don't rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. It, it, that reminds me, Jordan, of, uh, uh, so I'm a Packer fan. You, you, you guys can hate me, but I'm a Packer fan. And I remember I was listening to a, a preacher who did a devo- devotional for the Green Bay Packers. And so as a little boy, I was like glued to him, you know, because he got to talk to the Packers. <laughs> and he said that he gave his devotional. It's so good. He said his devotional was all about how champions don't dream of the trophy. Champions dream of the plays. Yeah. Because it's the plays, it's the systems that gets you to the championship. It's that trellis. It's those rules that you fall in love with, that you that you uh, get good at, that bring you to where you want to go. And so it's those habits that we create. So I'm, I'm, I'm counseling this guy right now. He came to my office a couple of weeks ago just in a funk. You yeah. Know, just a slump. I've been there. And, 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 and I have too, but he's just not feeling great. He's not really motivated. He's feeling down. He's anxious. And so I said, well, let's talk about your habits. And he said, well, I have none. No, you, you have habits. We all have habits. Your habits right now are probably just really unhealthy. And, and that's probably, it's probably leading to all these negative emotions you're feeling. And we see this. Negative emotions are usually due to poor weekly habits that we've created. And it's the trellis. It's putting our own rules and our own trellis yeah. and that helps us create the right kind of habits. Yeah, and, and when you're undisciplined, you don't progress. And we, we as humans, we love to progress. I think, and, and Junior, you've known this, those times when you, you're working out or you're studying and you, you're progressing, there's just like a, a deeper happiness that you feel. Mm-hmm. And when you don't do that, well, you're more unmotivated and depression kicks in and you just implode with more bad habits. Yeah. And so I told this guy, I'm like, man, dude, if you would just create a few healthy habits, there it is, man. Yeah. G- game changer for you, right? right? Well, I, hey, I, we're, we're getting to the, toward the end of this river and I can't think of a better way before we get to shore and unload the boat. Gosh, I love being cheesy. Before we end this river, I can't think of a better way than to end this with try it out. So Jordan, a lot of times when we hang out, you know, we have lunch down in the kitchen or we're just hanging out in the office. And this is the truth, right? We, we both leave trying to do something differently. I think yours are naturally better at that than me. You're, you're a very practical person. You've helped me with that because I think I like to tend to be more ethereal and just, oh man, I want to... Th- I have this cool idea or thought, and then it just kind of fades away because I don't, I don't give it any legs, you know. And so mm-hmm. you've been really good at teaching me. Hey, don't just, don't just take something, but give it legs. Help it change you. If it's not changing you, what's the point of it, right? Yeah, right. So let's give some legs to what we just talked about the conversation. Because I, I think the conversation we had was fantastic. I love that. 
Um, so let's give some legs to it. Let, let's, let's issue an, a challenge. So uh, this week, the challenge is come up with a morning rule for yourself. And, uh, I, and I don't know what that morning rule is for you. I, I think that's something that you got to come up with uh, for yourself. But, you know, it could be it could be stealing Jordan's like don't skip breakfast. It could be something like, uh, you know, mind making the bed. It could be emptying the dishwasher because yeah. you hate that. Go for a uh, run. The dishwasher is the worst. Oh, yeah. Could be yeah, going for a run, run. It could be working out. But find a morning rule, a, a trellis that you can put in your garden of your life that you start off with in the morning. If I'm going to I'm going to accomplish this rule, I'm going to make this rule. I'm not going to break this rule. And then and I'm going to, in a sense, tip over that domino so that I can have a, a better day of being more productive and, and going after life. All right. Well, man, that was that was fun. That was, you know what? That was more fun than I uh, even thought it would be going into yeah. this. So uh, I'm looking forward to our, our next river. In fact, next river, let's bring some more rules because I'm not done with this conversation. I, I got a few more odd rules that have really helped me that I, I think could help you, Jordan. And I'm sure you have some more rules that could really help me. And so let's let's get to those in the next podcast. But hey, thanks for hanging with us. Maybe you felt like jumping out of the boat, but you didn't. <laughs> and I'm glad you stayed. There's no shortage of canoe puns that we can do. <laughs> That's why we went with this. Well, thanks for hopping in. <laughs> we'll hope to see you at the next river. Thanks.